We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Teachings of the Ascended Masters are universal and available to all. The Ascended Masters themselves are the saints and sages of East and West, and their teachings incorporate the original core beliefs of all the world's major religions. No matter which religious path you follow, you will find these teachings equally compelling. This is The Open Door. Come along with us as we explore the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Here are the hosts for The Open Door. Tom Schumacher, and Terry Kennedy. And greetings, everyone. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. You are tuned to The Open Door, the Internet voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And our focus today is on Lord Lanto. <laughs> can you hear that, Terry? <laughs> hear what? <laughs> that, that sudden silence? Yeah. I can almost hear our listeners saying, who? Lord Lanto? Who is Lord Lanto? Well, that's right. <laughs> Unless you've uh, already been a student of the Ascended Masters and their teachings, you may never have heard of Lord Lanto. <laughs> but please, stay with us. Yes, please do. Uh, don't go anywhere just yet, because this great master is definitely someone you should know. And whenever we speak of the Ascended Masters and their teachings, we are always quick to point out that the Ascended Masters are the, the great sages and saints of East and West. Clearly, Lord Lanto is one of the great Eastern Masters. Yeah, and in case you're wondering why we are devoting a program to him today, it is because Lord Lanto is one of the seven Chohans, or Lords of the Seven Rays of Christ Consciousness. And we wanted to introduce you to all of them. Which we are doing <laughs> one at a time. And actually, to be precise, there are eight major rays. Well, yes, there are other rays as well, which we'll get to uh, sooner or later. For now, we'll stick to the seven Chohans. Eight. Uh, well, eight Chohans, thank you. <laughs> well, why don't we give our listeners a quick overview of each of these masters? Good idea. And, and while we're at it, let's also include some detail regarding the rays on which each Chohan serves. Uh-huh. Well, maybe before we do that, um, <laughs> we should finish sharing with our listeners uh, just why they should stay tuned to this program about Lord Lanto. Well, that's good, Terry. You're, you're right. I got a little ahead of myself there. Um, so, Lord Lanto, well, first of first of all, all of us on a spiritual path can benefit from increased wisdom, right? Right. Okay. This is what Lord Lanto represents. When we need a nudge to awaken us to higher realities, we can appeal to Lord Lanto to provide it. When we need a greater sense of our own self-worth, Lanto is there for each of us. Among the Ascended Masters, there are there are few who exceed him in wisdom. And when we realize that our path is one of initiation, it just it just makes good sense to appeal to the Master Initiator when we need guidance and a, <laughs> a kick in the you-know-what. Well, in a, in a dictation, Lanto once said, and I quote, Man is a god in the becoming, but he can never know this while he thinks earthly thoughts. He can never know this by worldly knowledge. 
And in the eyes of God, the only real values are those that free man from the eclipse of being that has concealed the Son of God's presence from his eyes. Uh, Unquote. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of the reasons it's good to stay tuned and learn about Lord Lantu is because he represents accelerated spiritual progress. Exactly. And freedom. And and here's another great reason to connect with Lord Lanto. He is the master who conducts classes at the Royal Teton Etheric Retreat. Yeah, which, as you might expect, is located above the Grand Tetons. Yes. This is the initial retreat of the Great White Brotherhood to which the new seeker may ask to be taken. And this is perhaps the best reason of all for tuning into the teachings of this master. He is very likely the first master you will meet on the etheric plane, that is, as you pursue a spiritual path. So why not ask the angels to take you there tonight while you sleep? Good idea. Once, uh, once at this marvelous retreat, you will learn fundamentals on the path of initiation, and this may well be the reason you chose to tune in and listen to this program today. Well, there are no accidents after all. This is how you can receive training at inner levels to accelerate your consciousness for the new age. Sure. And while we're on this subject of the etheric retreats, we did a show back on August 9th, 2011, uh, titled Soul Travel and Healing. You might want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Just look in the archives on our homepage. That's a great idea. You know, a lot of people wake up in the morning with the distinct impression that they'd gone somewhere during sleep and that it was clearly not a dream. Uh, you want to know more about the Ascended Masters and their etheric retreats? Go to tsl.org slash bookstore and look for, and this is a great book, The Masters and Their oh, yeah. Retreats. This is a book you're going to truly enjoy. Now, why don't we give our listeners another quick Lords of the Seven Rays refresher? Okay. First, we have the ray of devotion to the will of God. And the Chohan of this ray is El Moria. This ray is called the first ray, and its signature color is blue. And incidentally, El Moria is the founder of the Summit Lighthouse, and he is the guru and teacher of our messengers, Mark L. Prophet and Elizabeth Clark Prophet. Yeah. El Moria embodies the qualities of the father principle, statesman, executive, ruler, and represents the godly attributes of courage, power, self-reliance, faith, and initiative. And then moving on, we have Lord Lanto, who we're focusing on today. He is the Chohan of the second ray, the Illumination Ray. And the color associated with this ray is golden yellow. And Lord Lanto is dedicated to the perfectionment of the evolutions of this planet through cosmic Christ illumination. And the golden yellow flame that he bears is also charged with the momentum of God victory for the youth of the world. The Ascended Master Paul the Venetian is the Chohan of the Third Ray. This is the pink ray of divine love. And Paul sponsors the Ascended Master culture for this age and works with all who desire to bring that culture forth on behalf of mankind. And it is through divine expressions of art, culture, and beauty that we can experience the real meaning of love. Right. Serapis Bay is the Chohan of the Fourth Ray, the Ascension Ray. And the white of purity is associated with this ray. The Fourth Ray is the Ascension Flame and the white light of the mother in the base of the spine chakra. Now, the fifth ray is the ray of healing and truth, and the Chohan of this ray is Hilarion, and the signature color of this ray is green. He sponsors teachers of truth, servants of God, religious leaders, and missionaries, as well as those practicing the healing arts, mathematicians, musicians, and, in addition to those specializing in computer and space technology. Now, the Chohan of the sixth ray, the ray of peace, ministration, and service, is the Lady Master Nada. The sixth ray's colors are purple and gold. From Nada, we learn the practical application of love and the path of personal Christhood through ministration and service to life. Now, the second, uh, the seventh ray, I should say, is the ray of the violet flame, the freedom flame. Naturally, the color is violet, and the Chohan is Saint Germain himself, oh, yes. hierarch of the age of Aquarius. It is Saint Germain who initiates our souls in the science and ritual of transmutation through the violet flame. 
And, of course, we cannot forget that there is an eighth ray. Thank you, Terry. <laughs> which represents all rays and the law of the one. This ray is governed by the hierarch of all of the rays, the Maha Chohan, or Great Lord, who is a representative of the Holy Spirit. And this concludes <laughs> our 60-second cosmic nutshell tour of the Great Rays. Which brings us back to the subject of Lord Lanto, Master of the Wisdom Ray. Now that we've told you a little bit about him and how important he can be to your spiritual progress on the path, you may well be asking yourself, how do I connect with Lord Lanto? What do I do now? And we're going to answer these questions and more in just a few minutes, including sharing with you the very powerful and stirring Lanto's prayer. Well, and that's right. And besides sharing Lanto's prayer, you'll hear more about the Royal Teton Etheric Retreat, what is taught there, and how you can personally go there to study. That's all coming up. But right now, I think this would be a good time to hear about some of Lord Lanto's many amazing incarnations. That, Terry, is an excellent idea. Let's hear that now. Lanto, Chohan of the Second Ray Having studied under Lord Himalaya and gained his mastery in the retreat of the Blue Lotus, Lord Lanto elected to use the yellow plume to enfold the hearts of all mankind. He is dedicated to the perfectionment of the evolutions of this planet through cosmic Christ illumination. The golden flame that he bears is charged with the momentum of God victory for the youth of the world. Lanto volunteered with Sanat Kumara, the Ancient of Days, to come to Earth long ago for the rescue of the planet and her evolutions. He was a high priest in the Temple of the Divine Mother on the continent that sank beneath the Pacific, known as Lemuria. He had other incarnations on Atlantis, as did all of the Chohans of the Rays. In the last days of Lemuria, those who tended the flames upon the altars of the temples were warned of the coming cataclysm. They removed their flames carried them to places of safety, and deposited those flames in other physical retreats, or removed them to the etheric octave. It was Lord Lanto who carried the flame of precipitation and deposited it in the area of the Grand Teton Mountains in North America. The flame of precipitation is a Chinese green tinged with yellow of the second ray. This flame burning in the Royal Teton Retreat is the quality in consciousness that makes Americans extremely practical developing an applied science and technology that takes us back to the time of Mu, when that technology even exceeded what we have today. It is a flame of abundance that enables the precipitation of wealth, as well as happiness and joy and the universal Christ consciousness. Lord Lanto embodied in ancient China as the Duke of Chao, also known as the Yellow Emperor, 12th century B.C. The Duke of Chao is regarded as one of the greatest statesmen in Chinese history, and is considered to be the architect of the Chao dynasty and the true founder of the Confucian tradition. Confucius looked to the duke as his model, and believed it was his mission to re-establish the principles and culture of the early Chao era, which was thought to have been a golden age. Lanto was later embodied as a ruler of China at the time of Confucius, 551 to 479 B.C., and has held the golden flame of illumination on behalf of the Chinese people for many, many centuries. This flame is anchored in China in the retreat of the archangels Jophiel and Christine, which is located in central China. Before his ascension, Lord Lanto determined that the light from his own heart flame should shine forth physically as living proof to his disciples that the threefold flame, as in past and coming golden ages, is the word that is made flesh, and that it can be thus expanded and intensified by the priority of the adept. Affirming with, or eons before, the proverbial Job, 
Yet in my flesh shall I see God, Lanto by the dynamism of his decrees from the heart, his devoutness to the living word as the universal Christ ever with him, and his consecration of the chakras to the sacred fire of the mother, did achieve what none other in earth's recorded history since the fall had done. Lanto so adored the Trinity in the tripartite light of his innermost being, that the intense glow of that divine spark could actually be seen through his flesh form, emanating a soft golden glow through his chest. This he maintained in honor of Sanat Kamara until his ascension around 500 B.C., a memorial to all generations who are the issue of the I Am that I Am, in order that the original light-bearers might recall the mission to illumine the dark star. Ah, well, thank you, Terry, for that. You're welcome. Now, when we return, we will hear Elizabeth Clare Provitt speaking about Lord Lanto, what he teaches, the Royal Teton Retreat, what is taught there, and how you can attend. Don't go away. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, the power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. Okay, so how do we apply the science of the spoken word and the technique for consciously leaving the body to journey at will to the etheric retreats of the Ascended Masters? Questions on everybody's mind, I'm sure. <laughs> Elizabeth Clare Prophet provides answers in the following interview, and our interviewer is Doug Kenyon. Who is Lord Lanto? Lord Lanto is an ascended master of very high attainment who comes in his evolution out of the mystery schools of China. He now is in the Royal Teton Retreat in North America, which is congruent with the Grand Teton, and there he initiates souls who are pursuing the path of the wisdom teachings 
of Confucius, Lao Tzu, the Buddha, of Jesus Christ and Mary. What does Lord Lanto teach? Lord Lanto teaches us to meditate upon the threefold flame within the heart and upon the central plume of that trinity. It is the yellow flame of wisdom. He teaches us in our meditation to draw this flame out of the heart and to raise it to the point of the crown chakra, which is the center for illumination, for the enlightenment of the Buddha and the Christ. In our meditation, he asks us to visualize the white light in the heart as a great sphere symbolizing and actualizing our cosmic consciousness. This place in the heart is our seat of authority and our seat of consciousness. It is also the seat of meditation. As we close our eyes and breathe deeply, and relax the body, we enter into the chamber of the heart that is known as the secret chamber of the heart. Here we commune with the ascended masters, with our own I am presence, and our own Christ self. Going within in meditation, which Lanto teaches, is actually going within into the inner temple of the soul. Within this temple, we can hear the soundless sound and commune then with our elder brothers and sisters who have gone before us on the path of initiation, who are one with the white light through the ascension. Through the mastery of the heart center, Lanto teaches us the opening of the crown chakra. It is always then balance of love, wisdom and power that is the key to Christhood and to Buddhahood. Lanto teaches the way of this mastery through the yellow ray. He has given to us a beautiful prayer which we invoke in the name of Almighty God. It goes this way. In the name of Almighty God, I stand forth to challenge the night, to raise up the light, to focus the consciousness of Gautama Buddha. And I am the thousand-petal lotus flame, and I come to bear it in his name. I stand in life this hour, and I stand with a scepter of Christ power, to challenge the darkness, to bring forth the light, to ensoul from starry heights the consciousness of angels, masters, Elohim, sun centers, and of all of life that is the I am presence of each one. I claim the victory in God's name. I claim the light of solar flame. I claim the light. I am the light. I am victory. I am victory. I am victory for the Divine Mother and the Divine Man-Child, and for the raising up of the crown of life and the twelve starry focal points that rejoice to see the salvation of our God right within my crown, right within the center of the sun, of Alpha, it is done. This is the prayer of the mystic who communes with the flame of wisdom through the trinity 
of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. How can one in the West profit by this? We find that wisdom is a very active flame, and that we require wisdom to be daily about our Father's business. Wisdom simply means wise dominion. It means using the laws of God wisely to take dominion in our life. We need wisdom to run our affairs, our household, our business, to rear our children, and to see that the education in our schools for our children prepares them for the initiations of life that come to all of us because earth itself is a mystery school. Are all of us taught at the Royal Teton? We have the opportunity to call to the God flame within, the I am that I am, that our souls might be transported to this key retreat in North America, where we can study under the Ascended Masters and the Chohans of the Rays. The flame that is anchored in the Royal Teton is first the Wisdom Flame, and this wisdom is intended to be used by the people of North America in every endeavor for the enlightenment of all peoples. And then there is the flame of precipitation, or of science, abundance, and supply. This flame of precipitation is a brilliant Chinese green tinged with yellow. The meditation upon this green flame is for our drawing forth from the heart center or the white fire core of being of those energies and resources which we need to master our environment. Until recently, the American way of life has been the symbol of a genius of a people who were able to master their environment. But today we have increasing problems in our ecology and in the use of God's energy. If we then will meditate upon the heart and upon the masters of the Royal Teton Retreat, we can be tutored in the way of the mastery of our culture and our environment and once again be prepared to give to all of the nations the genius of our collective meditation upon the God Flame. What happens at the Royal Teton? The Royal Teton Retreat was described by Godfrey Ray King in three books which he wrote in the early 1930s, Unveiled Mysteries, The Magic Presence, and The Ion Discourses. Godfrey Ray King was a chila of the Ascended Master St. Germain, who also uses the Royal Teton Retreat for the training of his chilas. There are many chambers within the Royal Teton Retreat, and there is a large amphitheater. This retreat can accommodate thousands upon thousands of souls. The Royal Teton Retreat is a hub of activity of light-bearers in embodiment, those who are serving in the etheric retreats preparing for reincarnation, and the Ascended Masters. Our meditation on this retreat can be through the music from Tannhauser by Wagner, O Thou Sublime Sweet Evening Star. The Ascended Master Confucius is the present hierarch of the Royal Teton Retreat. He anchors there the momentum of his great service to the people of China and brings the strains of the East and even the momentum of Zen Buddhism and the way of the Tao to North America 
where students of light are communing with the inner flame and finding the thread of contact with hierarchy through the Eastern disciplines. Seems like it. The lords of karma, who are the great overseers of mankind, also convene at the royal Teton, and the mighty Elohim of God have a focus of the seven chakras there. Godfrey Ray King described the great council hall which he personally visited with his master St. Germain. He noted that in the center of the arched ceiling is a large disk of gold. A seven-pointed star formed entirely of dazzling yellow diamonds fills the center of the disk and emits a brilliant golden light. Surrounding this focus of the central sun are two twelve-inch rings, the inner ring rose-pink and the outer a deep violet. Seven smaller disks also surround the central sun, focusing the seven rays of the Elohim, which contact and invigorate the seven chakras in man and the ganglionic centers in animal life. The currents which the Elohim direct through these focuses also benefit the elemental kingdom and plant life on earth. The tremendous currents released by the Elohim are stepped down by the ascended masters and made available to mankind and the elementals. Focused in the wall at the far end of this great council hall is a large eye representative of the all-seeing eye of God watching over America. And so, Doug, the Royal Teton retreat is like the heartbeat of America. And if our listeners would like to pursue the calling of studying at this retreat in their finer bodies, they may write to us and apply for the Keepers of the Flame lessons which describe in great detail the meditations necessary, the uses of the spoken word, as well as the technique for consciously leaving the body and journeying at will to the retreats of the Great White Brotherhood. What are some of the applications of the teachings of the Royal Teton? The teachings which are given forth by the Ascended Masters to their chilas in this retreat are a very practical application of the law of the Great Masters of East and West. This practical application comes in the mastery of time and space, which we see as the pursuit of America over the last 200 years. We can see that the consciousness of our people is very much aligned with this aspect of God consciousness, and we can see how different the American people are from peoples in other nations who respond to other retreats of the Great White Brotherhood where another aspect of God's flame as genius is ensouled. This is what gives nations and peoples their individuality. And so, really, it is the American way of life brought to a spiritualization through this mastery of the flame of the mother in matter. It becomes very practical as education in the right form at all levels of learning, and it is the clearing of the brain, the consciousness, to be a focal point for the mind of God. Clearly, then, Studying at the Royal Teton will enable us to obey the injunction of St. Paul, let that mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Thank you very much. And now up next, our weekly Q&A, and today once again we are joined by Reverend Sidney Bennett. Please stay with us. <laughs> Thank you. 
This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, the power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And we are back. And joining us, as we mentioned, is Reverend Sidney Bennett. Hi, Sid. Gentlemen. Hi, Sid. Now, I'd like to begin today's Q&A on a subject that is very near and dear to us, and I firmly believe this is a subject that consciously or unconsciously is also very important to our listeners. And it's not something we ended up, actually, we didn't start out talking about, but I'm going to go here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am talking about that courageous band of light bearers who came to save the earth from destruction. And we refer to these as the 144,000, and Lord Lanto was one of them. Would you outline the story of Sana Kamara and the 144,000 for us? No, well, well, certainly I'd be happy to. Uh, and, and this is a tale that, that, you know, as we're explaining to it, it fills in a lot of the gaps in Earth's history. Um, you know, there's a lot of programs on now like ancient aliens and all oh, this yeah. kind of stuff. And, yeah. and we know that the, the UFOs people did visit Earth in the past and so forth, but it's such an incomplete history of our planet. But the story begins when Earth had descended to perhaps the lowest point in its evolution. It was so low that there was not even physical fire here for people to use. It was a caveman existence, oh boy. the very, very basic of wow. life, and again, without fire. And it's hard to go much lower than that in terms of evolution. What happens is if a planet and an evolution are not holding a certain flame, their time runs out, literally. Mm-hmm. And there are cosmic councils that decide the future of a planet. And at this point in Earth, it was it was dead, basically. <laughs> there were no light bearers here. There was no fire. Nothing was going on. And cosmic councils had decreed that the Earth would be destroyed. That was the law. Well, at this point, Sanat Kamara, who is a great spiritual hierarch and is actually mentioned in some of the Upanishads in India mm-hmm. and is known as the Ancient of Days in the Bible, he volunteered to hold the balance for the planet Earth. And when he did this, there was a group of souls that came with him. Now, 
he was the hierarch of Venus. Now, I should explain to you that this is not a physical um, uh, uh, evolution so forth on Venus now. We know it's gaseous and so forth. But there is an etheric level of Venus where there is, in fact, a civilization there, and Sana Kamara was the hierarch of that. Okay. And he pledged to come to Earth to hold a balance until the people on Earth could regain that light. And when he did so, there were 144,000 souls that so loved him that they volunteered to come to Earth along with him. And he, he has told us that the 144,000 did not realize what they are making a commitment for because what <laughs> happens when they embodied on Earth, they forgot who they were. Oh. And even though the Earth then received physical fire and started to evolve and the, the 144,000 brought great light, mm-hmm. they got lost and caught up in their own karma. Wow. And so oh. they don't know who they are and they don't know where they've come from and where they're going. And part of the teachings of Ascended Masters is to help us understand that. Now, we may or may not be part of the 144,000. We have the same opportunity, but it's a very unique group of souls that has come here and have been the spiritual leaders on this planet for a very long time, but they're lost, and the masters want them found so they can know the truth. Indeed. Uh, Tom, in your question earlier, you said that this information might be especially important to our listeners. What what did you mean by that? Well, you know, I'll give you my brief answer, and I think Sid kind of covered a bit of it, and I'll ask him for more detail in a moment. But what I was referring to was this, that the 144,000 who came here have remained here, and many of them are an embodiment on this planet today. You know, These souls are especially attuned to the Ascended Master's teachings, though they might not be fully aware of this in their outer or normal consciousness. Yet within, I believe, they can feel the tug of their brothers' and sisters' heart flames. They sense that, you know, that tingle of recognition. And I believe that there may well be many in our audience today who are among those original 144,000, and they're ready to finally go home. Mm-hmm. You care to elaborate anymore? They, they are, and I think there's a we have a distant memory. You know, I think the uh, stranger on a strange planet sometimes <laughs> right. describes the evolution as 144,000, and they've been here for, for a very, very long time. Um, it's hard perhaps to millions it. of years, in yeah, fact, and that's a long number. time, and wow. it's a long time to be in exile. And this is the time and the opportunity to raise up, and by winning their ascension, the 144,000 can give the greatest gift to planet Earth, because as they go up higher, so the entire planet goes up higher. But people have a nagging thought, a nagging feeling. There's more that's going on here. There's more that, that I need to understand who I am. You know, I'm not just, you know, a worthless sinner, which is some of the traditional teachings of, of Christianity, but there's something in me. There's a spark. There's something there. But that spark, even though you know it's there, you've got to do something about it. Because of the law of karma and the love of octaves, law of octaves, if we don't do something, we're not going to get out of this mess. We're going to be stuck <laughs> here. And so we got to take that first step. And the masters have teaching us how to do that. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm sure to many the story of the 144,000 sounds like <laughs> something right out of science fiction, you yeah, know. And that's entirely understandable. But as they say, truth is often stranger than fiction. What do you suggest, Sid, that we do to fine-tune our awareness so that we are able to discern truth from fiction? You know, you, you know we talk about a lot of things on this show. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> and, and we understand that some of these ideas are pretty radical, mm-hmm. yeah. given traditional teaching of Christianity and so forth. And, and we certainly understand that the masters understand that. And you don't have to, to buy the whole package, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, uh, you, you know, if there's something you don't understand or maybe you can't relate to, put it on a shelf. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, as you explore the teachings of Sunday Master, some things become clear to you, and some things, because of the context of the other teachings that you understand and relate to and are affirmed within your heart, then you're open to learning these other things. But it's not, you don't have to buy the whole package day one. But okay. keep open to it. Yeah. And call for discernment, which is, you know, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Call for your Holy Christ self and for God to show you 
what is the truth and so forth. And, um, you know, a lot of the things we take on faith because of the teachers of the masters and because we have felt that congruency with the teachings, the affirmation and confirmation in our heart and things that have occurred to us and happened to us, then we accept that. And you know what? It rings true to me. It really does. It rings true. Well, and it rang true yeah. to me, too. And I, I think you're making a very important point here that everybody follows their own path to the, well, I shouldn't say their own path necessarily, but they follow a path. They can have many strange twists and turns. It's a crazy quilt. And at some point, a certain piece of knowledge or wisdom allows some of those pieces to come into a different view, and suddenly they start to make sense. And then more of it makes sense, and then more of it makes sense. But like you said, you you take what you need and leave the rest until you're ready to assimilate it. Right. And I think that the thing that <clears throat> I've noticed is that I've seen, I, I, you know, in, in my normal life and my business world and my travel and so forth, I've seen people that you look at them and you know they're different. They have a great light in their aura and their faces. They can you can just see it. Yeah. And yet these people don't know who they are. Yeah. They've never been told who they are, and because they don't know truly who they are, then they can't take do those things that will help them to make the greatest progress. Not that they're not wonderful people and filled with light, but they're missing something, the key, whether it's the violet flame or a knowledge of reincarnation or whatever it is that they need to get home because yeah. it's time. Well, and I, I, I'm grateful that we took this little detour into the 144,000 because I do firmly believe that there are people listening now who are among that number. And uh, hopefully their hearts and their souls are, are tingling just a bit more hearing this. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, now, earlier we referred to the wisdom ray as the second ray, and that color associated with this ray is yellow. You know, more precisely, it is the yellow plume of wisdom, part of the threefold flame of love, wisdom, and power. Can you tell us a bit more about the threefold flame? Sure. You know, when you're born, the threefold flame is ignited within your physical heart. In other words, up until that point, you're a physical body evolving and your soul is becoming meshing with it and so forth. But when you're born, that threefold flame is lit within your heart. And the size of that threefold flame is based upon your spiritual progress in previous embodiments. For most of us, it's about a sixteenth of an inch high. <laughs> Not much. Now, Jesus' threefold flame was bigger than his physical form. Oh my so you can see um, the difference there in terms of spiritual attainment. It sort of keeps us humble. i got a ways to go. Yeah. And, and one of the reasons <laughs> yeah. it's so small is God doesn't want to give us too much power that we would misuse and make greater karma. Yeah. You know, in the Old Testament, we talk about these people living to eight or 900 years. Well, in fact, they did because their threefold flames were much bigger. And so that sustained life much longer. But what happened is... People got into patterns, and, you know, we get into patterns, and we only live, what, four score and 20 or whatever it is, <laughs> right. and, and, and yet we repeat the same things over again. Well, people are living hundreds of years and doing the same thing for hundreds of years. So God said, no, we're going to reduce the threefold flame. They have shorter lifespans so that if they get into ruts, so to speak, they get new opportunities to start over again. But developing and balancing the threefold flame is key. You know, many people have attainments on one of the rays, the pink, the blue, or the yellow. And so, for instance, if you're in healing, Excuse me, or if you're a teacher or instructor or whatever, you may have a very large yellow plume, mm -hmm. but you need to get them balanced. And so even as someone that's very powerful in the first ray must have the love and, and the wisdom, that's the goal of life is to balance them. You must have a balanced threefold flame to make your ascension. And so we're kind of filling in the gaps here, not going necessarily where we're the strongest, but where we're the weakest. And the masters teach us how to do that and how to raise up those other plumes. Hmm. Well, uh, can this threefold flame be lost? I mean, it, it can. can. It Unfortunately, out? it can be. Through repeated anger and outburst, you can lose your threefold flame. It's not something that, you know, because you get mad one day about something, you're <laughs> going to lose it. I don't want right. to imply that. But repeated anger, outburst, and so forth can cause a person to lose their threefold flame. 
And, of course, when that happens, they lose their connection to their I am presence, and they become literally a human personality in a body. So, mm-hmm. so can it be regained? It can be regained. And this is the mercy and grace of God, because even though you lose it, it's a long road back, but you can get it. And so you do the things that you know to do, and the masters teach us to regain it. And that's the most wonderful thing about it. There's, as long as there's life, there is hope. Yeah. But it doesn't happen automatically. You have to work at it. Well, I know uh, we heard um, Elizabeth Prophet mention the Keepers of the Flame lessons, and this would be a great thing for people to tune into as a means not only of, you know, it, it, perhaps regaining a threefold flame but enhancing what they have. A- absolutely. And, you know, to learn more about everything, the retreats, the teachings, the Ascended Masters, the whole package. Right. We just These things don't come naturally. We have to be taught and instructed. And maybe after the break, we can go into a little more detail about these lessons and what they mean to an individual. Not a bad idea. You know, and as you said, our, the break is upon us now, but please don't go away. When we return, we'll continue our discussion of the Lord of the Wisdom Ray and other topics with Sid Bennett. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better, no matter where you are or who you're with. The power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. 
And we are back for more discussion with Sidney Bennett on the subject of the Wisdom Ray, Lord Lanto, Soul Travel, and whatever else comes up. <laughs> now, in the interview with Elizabeth Claire Prophet, as we mentioned at the end of the last segment, we heard um, that she indicated the very best way to learn how to tune into the Ascended Masters and to attend their etheric retreats. Boy, I'm having a little difficult time with my mouth right now. Well, it, it looks okay. But. <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I washed it this morning. Can't do a thing with it. Um, anyway, it, the, the best way to do this is by becoming a keeper of the flame of life. And let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. You know, what happens is when people come to an awareness of the Ascended Masters and the path that they teach and so forth, some people are satisfied. Oh, that's nice. Now I understand. And they <laughs> yeah. go on living their lives. But unfortunately, knowledge not used is not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. And so at some point, you have to implement some of these teachings. Number one, to find out if they're real and they work for you. And number two, for the progress that they promise. Now, the Keepers of Flame fraternity was formed as a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of the ancient spiritual orders. Right. This is a great opportunity to gain the spiritual sponsorship of St. Germain. In other words, when you sign up for this, you're saying, okay, I'm going to give this a try and see if it's for me or not. And when you do that, you do receive a certain level of sponsorship from St. Germain. So if you want to be sponsored by an Ascended Master, this is the way to do it. And he started this in like 1961. It was a long time ago. A long time ago, yeah. And um, you don't have to leave your church you're in or do anything different, but you mm-hmm. can take these lessons. It's got 33 monthly lessons on the practical application of cosmic law, and it helps you to assist you on what's gonna, what to expect on this path of soul testing and mm-hmm. spiritual growth, because it is a path. It's not a stroll, as we said before. Yeah. It's a path that you walk and you strive. You're climbing the highest mountain. Yeah. Yeah. But you need guides to do this, and that's what the Ascended Masters are. So I really encourage you to, to, to take a try at this because the Keepers of Flame is also we're going online, I think, pretty soon with that. Very soon, maybe a matter of days. Mm-hmm. And if you want to learn how to get to the retreats mm-hmm. and how to study the masters and know what the next step is, because people get say, okay, I've got all this knowledge, I'm all excited, <laughs> now what do I do? No. Right. You know? what, what's next? Well, you start with God, and God will meet you wherever you're at. The ascended masters will meet you where you are, and they'll lead you, but you've got to take, do your part. Yeah. It's not a one-sided uh path. It's two-sided. You, they do their part, and you do yours. Yeah. Uh, well, as we mentioned in the opening uh, segment of today's show, Lord Lanto is very likely the first master that the spiritual seeker will encounter in this in these etheric retreats, and, and specifically in, in over the Royal Teton. Uh, why is Lord Lanto typically the first, rather than, say, St. Germain, for example, or El Moria? Well, I, I don't know for sure, but I think probably it's when we're seeking knowledge, we're seeking wisdom mm-hmm. and understanding, mm-hmm. and we know something's out more out there than we know, and so I think that's a natural thing to be uh, magnetized to the wisdom flame. Because that's what we're looking for is understanding and direction on where we go with our lives. And, yeah. and that, that is the central flame of the threefold flame, as you yes, mentioned earlier. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, can you give us a clearer idea of what to expect when we visit one of the etheric retreats? Well, um, it's probably the most exciting opportunity we have. And a number of years ago, I think it was in the 80s, the Ascended Masters announced what we call a dispensation, where people of less attainment than normally would have been required to get these retreats would be allowed to take uh, courses like university courses in the universities of the spirit hmm. and that we go through t- uh, two week cycles where we would go from one show on to the other in the different retreats and we'd be allowed admission in there and therefore gain, start to gain a knowledge of understanding of who we are and where we're going so it's a lot like going to to college um, it's definitely <laughs> graduate school yeah, and, yeah. we're trying to, to graduate but we go there we see other people that we've known throughout the ages so forth and we're taught and learn and what happens is when we come back to our bodies after we sleep at night 
We may not directly remember what happened, but there'll be intonations or promptings mm-hmm. or an understanding that may come to you, or I need to do this, or I need to do that. Yeah. And there are understandings that will kind of unfold over time on what you learn in the retreats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so can we go to these retreats anytime, or is there uh, like a limited window of opportunity for attendance? Well, I think you can, uh, you can apply to go to any retreats that mm-hmm. you want to. And although some of them do not allow unascended masters, such as we are, but many of them do, However, I think the basic thing, you'll want to be taking the 14-day cycles course, and you can get a chart of the dates and when these are and so forth, because we know when they started and how the rotation goes. Mm -hmm. Um, But certainly, you can trust the Ascended Master to make sure you get where you need to go. And and i got to add something to this. Getting there is not necessarily as easy as you think, because what happens is when you leave your body at night, a lot of people are magnetized to the lower levels. Uh, of of uh, energy, so to speak, what we call the astral plane. Uh-huh. And you kind of got to get through that to get up to the etherics, like getting through the murky fog yeah. and so forth to get up to the light. And that's where you ask the angels to take you there. And you might look at a picture of the Grand Teton Mountains, you know, and, and ask the angels to take you there to that retreat and so forth. Right. So you also have to work on it. And, you know, if you eat a lot before you go to sleep or you, 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 you read a, you know, a murder mystery or something, it's a little harder to get up there, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to, uh, I used to ask early on the, when I first mm-hmm. got on the path, I used to ask Archangel Michael to escort me through yeah. the astral plane. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would visualize that every night when I went to bed. Him just grabbing me by the arm and taking me through this this dense cloud, so to speak. Yeah. So if you have dreams that, shall we say, are not etheric in nature, yeah. that could be on the way up or the way back because you got to come back down through it too That's, when you yeah. return to your body. I've never thought of it that way. So those those dreams that I remember aren't necessarily the best yeah. ones I had. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, on that note, why don't we remember more from our visits to the retreats? Well, I think people do sometimes. I think everyone that's been on the path for a certain amount of time has had some dreams that they know that they were in the etheric retreats. And um, But I think part of it is God wants us to develop mastery on our own. And yes, we our souls are being taught and we're being taught on our levels, but he wants us to see it to put into outer practice. And I think as you evolve on the spiritual path, you will remember more of your time or retreats. But because you don't, doesn't mean you aren't going there. And I think you get little hints and little awarenesses uh, of something. You might recognize something that mm-hmm. you've seen in the retreats and so forth. And, and what I want to mention here is that why this is such a great dispensation is that normally the people of light will, tra- will in between embodiments, will go to these retreats and study and prepare for their next embodiment. Mm-hmm. What this dispensation has given us is the chance to do it while we are in embodiment. So to sort, you know, do course corrections and refinements and so forth. So we look for the outer knowledge that we can gain through the teachings of the masters, the keepers of the flame lessons, and that God will teach us at inner levels too. And the combination of those two uh, will will really help us to make that progress that we know we need to make. Yeah. So, so we know who the ascended masters are who govern the eight rays today. But have these masters always held these positions? I mean, is there is there promotion and periodic advancement among the ascended masters? <laughs> got an equal opportunity employer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you know, this is interesting because you know we, we've even talked in the past about you know I don't want heaven to be boring. Do we just sit around all the time? <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. And obviously that's not the case. But yes, the ascended masters are also continually growing and expanding in their consciousness, and they do different jobs. For example, um, right now the Maha Chohan is the Lord of the Eighth Ray, or the, the Great Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, he is going to be moving on, and Paul the Venetian, who is the um, uh, the um, the Lord of the, the pink Third ray, ray, the Lord. Pink Ray, will be moving into his position, which means someone else will have to take Paul the Venetian's post. Yeah. So they do change. Jesus used to be uh, the, the Chohan of the Sixth Ray, 
and he moved on, and then Lady Master Nada took that over. And the, the masters also have a problem that you see in some business organizations or <laughs> worldly organizations in the sense that St. Germain, as the hierarch of the seventh ray, he is much more advanced than someone that should be in that job. In other words, he, he, he goes way beyond the qualifications for it. Oh, I see. But the problem is no one's come up to take his place. Oh. So he can't move on till someone else is ready to move in to the role of the Chon of the seventh ray. Oh, so they're being, the masters are being held back somewhat by our lack of progress and someone ready to take his place as well. well. What would you say is the best book or books to study to understand the Chohans, their roles, and most important, how, how we can come under their sponsorship? Well, I think the, the Lords of the Seven Rays is the best place to start, and that's okay. recently been, been uh, back in print now. It was out for a little while. Yep. But that is a primer on the Seven Rays, and since we're going to their retreats at night to study, mm-hmm. I think that's a great way to know the Masters and the Rays. And obviously we have other books too. The Masters and the Retreats is a, like an encyclopedia book, so <laughs> you can look up and, and very briefly read about them. It describes a lot of the retreats and so forth. So I would say those two would be the best places and, to And start. where do we get a chart? Where do the listeners get one of these charts uh, that you refer to? All the 14-month uh, yeah. cycles of the, can they well, just read, just write to us? It, you can write to us or you can get them out of, a lot of the books have them in there, uh, the that's Climb right. the Highest Mountain books and so okay. forth. So they're they're readily available. Yeah, that's a good point. Climb the Highest Mountain does include these, and they do get updated. So it's good to know that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can find these and other great books on the Ascender Master's Subjects at tsl.org slash bookstore. You can also find them, of course, on Amazon and at your favorite bookstore. Uh, we should add that all of the books mentioned, in fact, virtually every book we publish, are available in digital formats for easy download to your computer, ebook reader, or mobile device. That's true, you know, and there, there was a little question I had in the back of my mind here that I thought I'd just broach it now. We've got about a minute to go. Mm-hmm. The, the seven chohans, the seven rays, they do more or less correspond to the seven chakras, don't they? They, they do indeed. And for instance, we have the first ray. Um, which is the throat chakra, mm-hmm. the, the, the seat of power. The second ray with the, so the crown chakra on the top of the head. You think of the Buddhic light right. up there. That's the wisdom flame. Mm-hmm. And of course, the pink we all know is, is embodied in the heart. And you can go on to the, all of the, um, the Chohans and all the rays and find the corresponding. You know, I, as you get into the teaching of Santa Masters, you realize just how organized God is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, it, things don't just happen. There's organization in heaven, and everyone has a role and a purpose, whether it's the flower growing in the field or the turning of the planets or whatever. This is just not a, automatic. There are forces and order in God's universe. And the more we learn about them, the more in awe we are. Yeah, you know, no kidding. God well, I, and his universe. I, I definitely feel that way. Uh, well, and on that note, that's all the time we have this week. Uh, I want to thank Sidney Bennett again for his always stellar contributions to our discussions. And it is not overstating the case to say that the teachings of the Ascended Masters are among the greatest gifts ever given to mankind. And we hope to do our small part to make them a pillar of your spiritual journey. And we are grateful to you, our listeners, for choosing to tune in. (laughs) So please do it again. Yeah, and until then, remember, though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out out of this this world.
thank you again for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.